Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi, this is Jason Schneeberger, a.k.a. Rain Architect. I was also in Murder Collection from Toe Tag Pictures. And you are listening to Sick on Cinema. And welcome to Sick on Cinema. I am one half of your autographed pictures of Jesus, the authentic <laughs> one, straight from the man himself, John. <laughs> Fuck. I'm rather have Matt. Fuck. And uh, we are live, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> it's not really what you consider live, I guess. No. Here, early morning, to do this podcast before we do things today. Fuck. And, uh, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get up this, this early, usually. Mm. We got plans today, also. We gotta get shit done. Yeah. So yeah, we should have done this like a day or two ago. Yeah. But we're fucking stunt. We're dumb. Oh, we did. I'd blame my work schedule a lot. Yeah. It's really difficult to do things when you don't get home to like almost midnight. Yeah. So it's like we were we were going to record last night, but you got fucked up. I got fucked up <laughs> at work. I yeah. Had to rest up. <laughs> And it's just been a chaotic couple of days. Yeah, we got a new puppy. Yeah. Tug. He's adorable, but he's a menace. (laughs) Yeah. He's already chewing on something squeaky in there. Yeah, so if you hear noises, that's Tug probably. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're here to talk Giuseppe Andrews. Yeah. Or Giuseppe Andrews. Or Giuseppe Andrews. However, you're supposed to say it. Um... Yeah, before we went on air, I didn't realize we weren't on air because I'm fucking ex- exhausted. <laughs> um, what a whole rant about fucking Mountain Lightning, bro. I don't know why you drink Mountain Lightning. Because I wanted some kind of caffeine that was in the fridge, and I was like, fuck it. Is there not Coke in there? I was very little Coke. Well, you could still drink some of it, though. That's true. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's You chose more- the Mountain Lightning. They didn't choose you. 
I drank some of it and was like, oh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> this is the flattest shit ever. Matt, what about Mountain Holler? Mountain Holler. <laughs> <laughs> These mountain sodas need to quit being fucking flat. <laughs> They're horrible. We sell so much Mountain Dew at work, you'd think it's the greatest soda in the world. <sighs> I'm not a big fan of Mountain Dew. I'm not either. I like Mill Yellow better. Yeah, especially when it's carbonated. <laughs> sure. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, um, we're here to talk Giuseppe Andrews. But before we do that, and before we get into listener questions, I think we should speak on a certain movie we watched recently. Not necessarily do a review of it, but just talk about it a little bit. Okay. And that is the newest from Brian Paulin, Septic. Uh, yes. So yeah, we got a chance to watch Septic, and it fucking ruled. It's, uh, like, again, won't get too much into it, because, you know... One day we're going to do a full review on it. That, and it is very, very new. Yeah, we want everybody to go pick it up and watch it first. Uh, it is up there as one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. It's gnarly. It's easily Brian Paulin's most fucked up movie. Uh, there's shit in there... That uh, Brian uh, Brian Pollen presented the class. <laughs> that uh, I'm like, well, you didn't have to do that, Brian. <laughs> I, these are things I didn't need to see. It's uh, it's super mean spirited. It's yeah. definitely his most mean spirited movie by far. It's uh, very violent. The gore, <laughs> the gore, of course, is great. Well, yeah. And uh, given at this point, you know, the story's a lot more grounded. Even though it still is very much Brian Paul and over the top craziness. Yeah. It's still more grounded than his other movies, but it still works very well. The music yeah. is an assault. Yeah, it's an assault on your senses from the beginning to the, to the end. And uh, there's one scene in particular that uh, will stick with you for a few days, especially if you're a man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you have, you know, penis. Penis? Uh, it's not fun. No, it's gnarly. <laughs> it's not a fun scene to watch. <clears throat> yeah. I really loved it. I thought it was great. Yes. I think that you need to either go to Brian Pollen's Facebook page or his eBay page and buy a copy now. Yes. Because it is well worth your time. And I mean, if you know who Brian Pollen is and you're already a fan, you're probably already picked it up. Yeah. But if you're on the fence, grab it. Especially if you're into this stuff, you know, the extreme, underground, disturbing stuff. You I, want it. Yeah. I needed to pick it up for myself as well. Yeah. So... Yeah. But I'm currently so fucking broke, it's not even funny. <laughs> Me but. too, thanks to vinegar syndrome. Well, but you know. Mine's uh, Grindhouse Video. Grindhouse Video and uh, Frankencon. Frankencon, yeah. <laughs> literally, when you spend literally your entire fucking paycheck. That's basically what I did. I about threw up. <laughs> I didn't about throw up, but I was like, whew. That was a lot of money. But there was like, I was just like, fuck it. Let's just get the stuff I've been wanting forever. <laughs> yeah. You almost bought that taboo box set. Just have. Yeah. And I was like, you don't need incest porn because the box is cool, John. <laughs> don't tell me what I need and what I don't need. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the show proper now. We just wanted to touch on septic for a little bit. Yeah. So questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or you can wait to the week of the episode. It's a bi-weekly podcast. We're usually posting on Sunday. <laughs> but we'll yeah. post a lovely little image of uh, two ske- or I guess it's more than two. It looks like about three skeletons doing a little jig that says we're taking questions. You can it's ask like in the comments below. It's like a image. Oh, cool. You can ask in the comments below. Yes. So let's get these questions started. We've got quite a few. Old tug is going ape shit in there. I hear him. <laughs> It'll be all right for a little bit. Uh, first up, we have Michael Myers is back. Hey. 
Here's another question for you guys. If you had a boutique label, what would be the first movie you were you release on 4K? Oh my god. 4K on 4K. Uh something shot on video on 4K. Hell yeah. Um, no. um, I had a more proper answer to this before I had to get up into brain fog. Good God. But, uh, in our garden. In our garden. Um, Cup Follies is one. That'd be cool. Because that... Like, yeah, it's it's a movie I've been wanting to see for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's also one of those ones. that's like, oh yeah, you can find it online. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, a proper release. You always want a proper release over just finding a bootleg of it. Yeah, um, like I, I think you can watch it on a streaming site, but I don't know what that site is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there was something else I was thinking about too but I cannot remember to save my life right um for me it's just movies that don't even already have a release yeah like I would like that first before like stuff that's already been released getting an upgrade yeah so stuff like Alucarda uh Lamora story of a child story of the paranormal which I mean that could happen that one they you know they find the yeah. footage that could happen man bots dog yeah Man My Dog doesn't have a Blu-ray. That's what I'm saying. Like these movies don't even have Blu-rays, you know what I mean? Um Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh even though it's completely different from what we normally do. Um Oh my lord. He's going ape shit. A box set of the Romero uh the the, the original trilogy of the dead films. Not Dawn Day. Yeah. Which Dawn has a four K release. Yeah. But you know. They have all four, three of them. I said four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want land in there, you know. Yeah. But the original three. Yeah. Because uh, that's particular, the, yeah. That's the original trilogy. I think just have special editions of all of those would be sick that in would. a box. Yeah. Uh, he also asks, and have you ever thought of making an episode on Dario Argento? We have. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I remember there was a point in time it's like... What is the format of our show anymore? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think for us, it's like anything that's not like super mainstream. Yeah. And like originally, it was stuff that was just exclusively extreme. Yeah. But it was like, you know. And then it was, it eventually came to a point where it was like, eventually, if we just continue to just, just to do extreme stuff, we're not going to have a show. Yeah. We're going to run out of like, we're just going to be covering movies. We're not going to have like themes or yeah you know because like there comes a point where it's like you just kind of you kind of um exhaust all of your resources yeah like, that kind of stuff <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the joys of owning a puppy <laughs> oh my god next up we have the ogpm himself people's <laughs> the mike gpm <laughs> howdy my dudes with season three of the boys Coming this Friday on Prime, I'm trying to remember if you guys were fans of the show. The Boys. The Boys. It's that superhero show. It's like really gory and violent. I don't know. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> to be honest with you. You know the uh, the Slipknot song? Uh, was it? Um, ah, shit. It was off the new album. I'm hunting all Oh, Solway Firth. Solway Firth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The video for that is The Boys. Oh, yeah. okay. I've not watched it. It looks cool. 
Okay. I have not seen that, no. And so, what was your favorite death slash gore scene in the show? We haven't seen it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And what are some of your favorite movies or shows that are non-horror slash extreme cinema that uses a lot of extreme violence? Nice to see you guys stopped by Grindhouse Video. Hopefully, Mike does great business there, and someday we'll Absolutely. become a guest on the show. Enjoy Ooh. the Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe. Love you guys. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Cheers. That'd be cool to have him on the show, to be honest. Yeah. You know, we're going to give him some time to... Oh, yeah. He's still settling into everything down there. No, well. And Grindhouse Video fucking rules. Yeah. If you are in the area at all, you should go definitely support it. <laughs> yes. Because you're going to love it. Uh, gory shows. Scenes in, in movies that are not necessarily horror slash extreme. Oh. Uh, fuck. One that popped in my head, and I do not know why, is The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Okay. This stuck with me forever. I saw this in school. And there's a scene where they, there's a cannon that shoots a cannonball out, right? Yeah. And it just goes bouncing down the field, and it runs into a guy's leg and just tears his leg right Fuck. off. And I was always like, holy shit, is that how that works? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think somewhat is how that works. <laughs> like, I know, like, cannons, like, cannonballs would blow people's heads off and shit, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Favorite gore scene in a non like non horror movie. Yeah. I always like I, I kind of always my brain kind of associate the two, but I know it's not exactly the case. Um, God, I'm having a hard time thinking of fucking gore scenes right now. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? What the fuck? What the fuck? We also don't God watch a lot it. of non horror. Well, I mean, uh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm looking at them in my collection. I'm like, that's just a bunch of horror. Fucking damn it. Um, there is the scene in This is the End where, um, <laughs> what's his name, plays uh, Scott Pilgrim gets impaled on the damn oh thing. Oh, my God, that is brilliant. <laughs> um, I feel like we watched something not very long ago that wasn't horror that had a nasty gore scene in it. But I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Fuck, I can't, I can't think of anything. This is horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's not horror, but it is, I would say, technically extreme. Yeah. Uh, Adam Chaplin, in general. Yeah. Is a pretty damn <laughs> gory-ass movie. Oh, Ricky O. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky O. Ricky O's an action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite scene is when he fucking blows the guy's jaw off with the uppercut. <laughs> what about RoboCop? Yeah. That's pretty gory. The scene where he basically, the dude basically turns into the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. And he gets hit with a car. <laughs> that fucked me up as a kid, man. <laughs> he just explodes, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. I fucking love RoboCop. I got it on Blu-ray now. Hell yeah. We'll have to watch that. I have it on Blu-ray too, but you got yeah. the Arrow. Yeah, I got the Arrow edition. Not not the special edition, because I didn't know that was available yet. <laughs> well, God damn it. It happens, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, People's Mikey, for the Thank question. You. As always, glad you got in. Sorry it took me forever to come up with the answer. Jesus. <laughs> Next up is F. Mulder. F. Mulder. Which I wonder if that's like F as in like something and then Mulder. Or if he's saying, or this person is saying like, fuck Mulder from uh, X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's not a David Decovey fan at all. Fuck Mulder. F. Mulder asks, long time avid listener, first time question asker. Oh, cool. 
As a huge nerd myself, I'm always curious, do either of you have any sort of experience with tabletop gaming? Anything like D&D, Warhammer, trading cards, etc.? Very little for me. Me too. I have. Uh, I played the DBZ card game yeah. quite a bit. That's probably my most, like... Um, most experience I've had doing tabletop stuff. Me too. I've played Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Um, you played Pokemon. I, I played Pokemon. I've dabbled in stuff like Warhammer and D&D, but I've never yeah. fully got into it. Uh, there was a Star Wars tabletop game called X-Wing we played quite a bit. Oh. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a lot. I have a friend who's really into it, so I, I've seen and been yeah. around it quite a bit but it's just never something I've delved into myself yeah I haven't either so yeah D&D is always something I've been very curious about yeah um I just don't know how well I would be able to get into it like like for me card games are like I have like severe ADD (laughs) so focusing in on stuff like that is not easy for me right like uh, you remember me playing the DBZ card game that was rough it was tough for you. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I did play fucking uh uh fuck. Magic the Gathering. It was the uh it was the console, the Xbox. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was playing against a friend and he fucking decimated me. I never played it again. The thing about Magic is like <laughs> it's such a vast game. Yeah. That like your brain has to work in a way that mine don't. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we used to play draft, and that's basically where it's, like, you, you buy five packs and you make a deck out of it. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I would be like, oh, man, I made such a good deck, and they would destroy me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how are they so, like, yeah. so much better than me at this? <laughs> I could never figure it out. Yeah. But, you know, the problem, the thing that sucks the most is I, I'm curious about a lot of, like, tabletop stuff, especially, like, D&D, but it's, like, it takes time, and time yeah. is something I don't have <laughs> yeah unfortunately and that sucks it's it's also like i know it's not the same as like tabletop gaming but it's like video games with like big stories and stuff yeah. i can't get into them it's anymore. hard to commit to it yeah it's like recently i've been playing the uh wwe oh, my story career. mode <laughs> and i i play it every so often and then i go back to it yeah i just don't have the time anymore if Mulder also asks, my second oh. more on the podcast topic would be con- would be content. Is there any sort of theme or subject you think lacks coverage in the underground community? Oh, wow. Like, you see torture, extreme mutilation, even puke all the time. Can you think of anything you'd either want or expect to see more of? Um, I would like to see more cannibal movies. Yeah. Like jungle adventure cannibal movies. But I know that's not necessarily as doable as yeah. it was in the 70s and 80s. So, but it sucks. It's like the last like real true cannibal, like jungle cannibal movie was Eli Ross Green Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't very good. Again, like my favorite types of like extreme films are the ones that kind of fuck with you mentally. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about this last night, actually, like Gaspar Noe's. Uh, films yeah like irreversible and i stand alone they fuck with you yeah like they're 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 purposely like odd in certain spots to throw you off and make you like question what you're watching same thing with like funny game yeah um it's also like i love like art house like Mm. extreme stuff as well 
like shit like sweet movie and um begotten yeah like i i kind of like i do wish more people would do shit like that mm-hmm. but i guess at the same time it's kind of hard to recreate yeah for sure say a feeling um and as far as like can you think of anything you'd either want or expect more of yeah i want more extreme films that focus on the story first yeah you know like let's build around the universe more yeah. than just focus on what needs to be like instead of focusing solely on the what's going to make it extreme yeah let's focus in on the story first and sprinkle in those moments yeah know? i think that makes for a more powerful movie than if you just like oh here's a bunch of crazy shit i think a good example of that in my um in my brain at least is like and it falls into the like art house category as well, but like Phil Stevens is uh, flowers, flowers, yeah, where like it literally takes it literally revolves around the story, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not easy to follow necessarily. Like no. the narrative isn't spilled out for you. You have to like put everything together. Yeah, but that I don't know. Flowers is a great fucking movie. Phil Stevens yeah. is a good director. Yes, <laughs> we need to watch part two. Yeah, no. Uh, but thank you, F. Mulder, for the question. Yes, thank you. Next up, we have Mook Aaron. I think that's how you say this. What are some of your favorite non-extreme, non-horror films? Non-extreme, non-horror films? Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, again, the movies we're covering today are not necessarily extreme. Yeah, and uh, they're not horror. Spoiler: I like I like them quite a bit. <laughs> I like stuff like like I'm a big fan of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Hmm. I do like some cheesy action stuff. Like yes. I love Schwarzenegger movies, uh, uh, Bronson stuff, <laughs> Chuck Norris movies. You know, I'm a I'm a big documentary mm-hmm. guy as well. So like. Occasionally, like I've, I haven't went and just watched some documentary stuff in a little bit. I think the what was the last one I watched. I think the last documentary I watched was like Bowling for Columbine or something like that. We watched that one on fentanyl. Oh yeah, that was rough. <laughs> That's one of the most fucked up things I've seen in a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, also like like I'm not an anime guy, but I love Akira. Yes. Uh, that's a perfect blue. I guess that is horror. <laughs> um, a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff, too, I think is really good fun. Yes. Uh, Bronson. I love Bronson. The movie Bronson. Yeah. And <laughs> Charles Bronson. Yeah, yes. But, like, yeah, the movie Bronson's great. Uh, I love, again, you said, like, action films. Like, cheesy action films are fucking great. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong movies. Oh, Like, Kung yeah. Fu stuff, like, Shaw Brothers stuff is really great. Yeah. Jackie Chan. Like, Police Story 1 and 2 are fucking awesome. Yeah. And I like shitty comedies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Shakes the Clown is awesome. <laughs> I I love like trashy cinema as well. Yeah, John well, Waters movies. But I guess those are yeah. you know they can be kind of technically described as extreme. Yeah, but I guess it depends on which one you're watching. Mm. Like Pink Flamingos is definitely extreme. Yeah, uh, multiple maniacs and uh, female trouble are definitely have moments. Mm-hmm. But I'd say they're they're less. When it comes to when it comes to pink flamingo, pink flamingos is just out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that, that's some of them. 
you know. Yeah. But I primarily, and I know this is going to be like, mm, but I primarily do watch pretty much like just like horror and like action movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, horror, action, and uh, I, I love just weirdo cinema. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so thank you, Mook Aaron, for the question. Yes. Next up, we have Rye One. Oh, how did I not mention the fucking killer and hard boiled? Oh, yeah, those are great. John Woo. Oh, fucking amazing. John Woo. Uh, Rye One asks, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. <laughs> <laughs> then he says, Just kidding. <laughs> if you could teach the entire population of the earth one fact or concept simultaneously, what would it be and how would it affect society? That. Uh, human rights are not fucking uh, points of political fodder. Yeah, I think that in general would be mine too. Um, yeah, just stop making everything political. Well, Certain yeah, things shouldn't be political. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like these these ideologies are not political at all. Yeah, they're just you know human nature, and you should be more understanding of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the right to exist should not be fucking politicized. Exactly. And and I, when I say this, I say this with everything in my being. To those who think so, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's horrible. Eat my ass. <laughs> Eat my ass. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I left right into the microphone. <laughs> Recipe's headphone users. <laughs> Thank you, Rywan, as always, yes. for your deep philosophical questions. <laughs> uh, Just Doe asks, Hello, greetings from San Francisco, California. You're from California? <laughs> what you doing over there, city boy? <laughs> <laughs> California. <laughs> Super cool to the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I hear them give them swords to protect themselves. Oh, God, don't even. I, I listen to you guys on an everyday basis, I'm sorry, when I communicate <laughs> to work. Keep up the amazing content. Have you guys heard of the profane exhibit news? You think we'll finally see it this year? If so, what are your thoughts on the project? At this point, when it goes to the profane exhibit, if it comes out, <laughs> it is like... Is it going to live up to any hop? I don't think it can. No. I mean, I don't know how it can. It's been hopped for, God, I don't even know how many years at this point. I mean, at this point, like, also, seeing what Marion Dora brings to a fucking table. <laughs> the question now is what we're going to see first, Men Behind the Sun from Massacre or Propane Exhibit? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't even know. I think it definitely will see the light of the day this year. Yeah. But you got to think, like, when it comes to Unearth, they're, they're acquiring a lot of titles that are definitely, like, probably bigger for them and going to be better sellers for them than the Profane Exhibit. More priority. Yeah. Because, you know, they're putting out Dr. Lamb and Evil Dead 2 and... Evil Dead know. Trap 2. Oh, Evil Dead Trap 2, yes. You know what I'm saying? Evil Dead 2. Yeah, Evil Dead Trap 2. And things like that. And you got to imagine those are going to be better sellers for yeah. them than the Profane Exhibit, which is a movie that, you know, outside of the Extreme Underground, most people don't even know. Which I guess those movies are too, but, like, they definitely got a bigger following. You know, yeah, Evil Dead Trap, that series is definitely a little, a little more popular than stuff like Mariandora. Mariandora, yeah, exactly. Doctor Lamb is a cat three. That's all you got to say. People eat, eat it up, you know. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that's the thing. I think there's just bigger priorities for them currently. You know, yeah. I don't think this is gonna be a Muzani instance where it just never sees a lot. Day. Yeah, I think it definitely will. What is this hilarious House of Frankenstein thing they're doing? I don't know. It looks weird though. It looks really weird. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. 
That was it, the old man movie? Yeah, what the fuck is that? That was weird, too. I heard, like, they're, they're acquiring some weird titles. They are. That's why I like on Earth, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll definitely see it. Uh, it's just a matter of time. And as far as, like, the thoughts, I'm interested in seeing it, but at this point, like I said, it's been hot for so long that it, there's just no way. Well, the thing, the thing is, like, of course, you know... For a, long, for a long time, you were more up to date on this stuff than I was. Mm. So you knew about the profane exhibit years ago. Yeah, I didn't know it was a fucking thing until like literally within like a couple months ago. Well, I knew Dora. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the profane exhibit was something I knew of um, when like Voyage to a Gatus was put out by Massacre. Oh my god, that's been years ago. <laughs> I think so. I could be wrong about that, but I think so because like that was around the time I first discovered Marindor. Yeah, who he was. Um. I don't know, man. I've I got a sinking feeling that when it comes out, like everyone's gonna expect a lot from Dora segment in general, and it's just gonna be like art house weirdo shit. It's people gonna be mad. It's probably just gonna be like a footage of a cave or some shit. Yeah. It's like, this, or this is pussy. It's like, all right, Morian. This represents pussy. You gotcha. Cool, gotcha. Dora. Thanks. Thanks. How, how about you don't kill any more animals? You fucking dick. But uh, yeah. Thank you, Just Doa, I think it is. And if I mispronounce it, I'm, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from East Tennessee. What do you want from me? I barely can think. <laughs> Next up, we have the Cemetery Bros. The Cemetery Bros. Yeah. That's a hell of a name. It is. Uh, and Cemetery Bros has a podcast that I want to shout out real quick. Let me just make sure I get the name right. I know it's like Bruise and Bones, but I want to make sure I'm saying it, okay. I'm saying it correctly. <laughs> Bones and Bruise. I said it backwards. Said it backwards. <laughs> Bones and Bruise podcast. Go check it out. It's very good. Very, very good. When I hear Cemetery Bros, I just imagine like uh, skeleton versions of Mario and Luigi. Mamma <laughs> 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 mia. Mamma mia. Wahoo. <laughs> Wahoo. <laughs> uh, not a question. Just saying good luck with this one, boys. Haven't seen many of his films, but Period Piece is a gross fucking movie. It sure fucking is. You guys are the best and can't wait to hear this one. Thank you and go listen to Bones and Bruise. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. You just said it. I know. My brain works backwards sometimes. Bones and Brews podcast. Yes. That Brandon Terry on recently, so go check yeah, it out. that's awesome. Go check out Morbid Horror Podcast as well. Yes. Next up, we have Hal Monostone. Hell yeah. <laughs> you made my sugar face for some reason. <laughs> I don't know who can see that. Hiya. Hope you guys are doing good. This time, I just want to give props. want to tell y'all, tell you how much I appreciate my, I see why I am. My brain goes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all how much I appreciate you and this amazing podcast for the last four years I've struggled heavy with depression and lots of and lots and lots of self-loathing and the pandemic didn't really make shit much better so one night early this year when I couldn't sleep I thought about checking if there was any podcast that talked about Japanese cyberpunk and I found your podcast and from then on I have become a fan digging through the episodes and will eventually get through them all really love that it was just two guys nerding out and joking around I also love that you are not concerned about the critical consensus when you talk about flicks but keep it subjective <laughs> it's not like I want to check out every movie you talk about but even the ones that are like puke and shit are still super entertaining to listen to and I found so many films to I've added so many films to my watch list for listening to your podcast same with wrestling something I've never been interested in but it is super interesting when you talk about it I'm currently getting help with my mental health, and Sick on Cinema has become one of the highlights in my hectic life. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making life better. Keep on rocking. Fulci lives. Adios, amigos. 
Damn. Yeah. Thank you so much, Hal. That's humbling. That is one of the sweetest things I've ever read about something I've worked on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Holy shit. Yeah, that's greatly appreciated, and I'm super happy that you're working on yourself and getting help. Yeah. As two people who also, yes, suffer from depression and anxiety and shit like that, it's very important to work on yourself as much as you can. Dude, when like before we came back, John and I here were fucked. Like it wasn't pretty. <laughs> like, mentally, we were fucked. Pretty much, yeah. I was unmedicated. You were lightly medicated. Mm-hmm. And it was just like two fucking shit piles. Yeah, just... <laughs> like, we were constantly just talking about how life sucked. <laughs> and I how, pretty much stopped collecting movies. Yeah. Like, I hadn't bought shit in a long time. Yeah. Um, like, I wasn't collecting anything either. I was, uh, I was a fucking mess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm still kind of a mess, but I'm better. Yeah. So, to know that a shitty little show of ours can bring joy to somebody is fucking amazing. Yep. And good luck with that howl, you know. Yeah. Work on it. You got it. You know, it exactly. just takes time. <laughs> it's not It's not like an overnight thing. It takes time. No. But, uh, yeah, keep no, at it. And we're glad you like the show and watch them wrestle. <laughs> watch them wrestle. Uh, yeah, mental health, there's ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So you just got to kind of go with the flow of things. Go watch, uh, what was that WCW match with Cyclope? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. That'll put a smile on your face every single time. The one where you fucking bodies for the dirt. Watch the Cyclope front flip over the top rope and nobody can him. is one fuck. of the funniest things I've ever seen, even though it's horrible. <laughs> it probably hurt like hell, but God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Or like, just just go out watching like the shittiest wrestling too. Yeah, for sure. Just stuff where people this is had people don't know what they're doing. But so, seriously, oh yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Al. Yeah. yeah, and you know we wish you much nothing but the best of luck. Oh, absolutely. We love you. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next up is J.K. Bridge. I want you to go ahead and ask the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I did read the I did read this one and I read a comment that was on this one. Okay, <laughs> JK bitch asked thoughts on Ric Flair's comeback. I never I was never a fan of him to begin with, but I can't imagine anything good coming from a seventy three year old wrestler with a heart condition. <laughs> well, and someone responded to JK bitch here mm-hmm. and was like, "This seems like this is not a this is not the right place for that kind of question." Yeah. No, this is absolutely the right place. <laughs> Clearly, you've not listened to the show yet. Uh, <laughs> Which we're not being mean. No, but we're, we always want to keep it positive around here. You know. Yes. You can ask anything and everything you want. But th- that's what I will say is like, yeah, this is the right place yeah. for that. We talk about anything. Yeah. Great question. Personally, um, uh, I do not want to see his horrible, 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 horrible ideal. <laughs> It's so fucking it's stupid. It's so bizarre too because like of all the wrestlers that have retired. Yeah. Ric Flair had the best send off ever. Yeah. And he's and he came back not once and now he's gonna do it fucking twice. Yeah, and it's like it just seems so asinine that this dude would like keep tarnishing his legacy. You know, and as far as like being a fan, like Flair Flair is great as far as in the ring goes, right? Yeah. But he, he never was like my guy. No. Like, I watched a lot of WCW from 96 one time. Like, I watched all, like, the Nitros. And yeah. you watch a lot of Flair, you start seeing that Flair kind of wrestled the same match every match. Yes. You know. Uh, he's That match is good, and it's always entertaining, but it's always the same match. Yes. 
And you probably don't pick up on that if you don't watch it like literally like three or four episodes in a day. <laughs> yeah, we, like I did. <laughs> we watched so much wrestling for a while there. Dude, like, literally, I watched every Nitro from 96. And uh, yeah, Flair flies off that top rope every match. Yep. He runs up it like a goober. They grab him and they send him flying, which he said he's definitely doing that spot in his retirement match, which I'm like, it might kill him. He might explode. <laughs> he might hit the dirt. Every bone just separates from his joint. <laughs> I just imagine it like, I don't know why when you said that, I just imagine him get tossed on the turnbuckle. Like, I imagine him wearing the trunks at his old age, mm-hmm. just wrinkly as shit, looking like a character in a Giuseppe Andrews movie. <laughs> Just getting thrown the top rope and then having the shit explosion happen. Like, I know it's supposed to be like a six-man tag match, but it's just like, oh my god, I don't it know, It doesn't dude. need to happen. No, it's bad ideal. Bad, bad, bad ideal. It's... I don't see anything good coming out of this. No. If he survives it, that's, that'll be the biggest positive. And I guess everyone forgot about the shit that was brought up about him, too, wow. but... You know. <laughs> that's for another day, I guess. That's for another day. <laughs> so thank you, JK Bitch, for the question, as yes. always. Don't want to see that. No. Next up is Mikey Brushaber. Mikey Brushaber. Got a wild one this week. It seems like the Muppets come up a lot on this show. Which it does. We're yes. pretty synonymous with the Muppets. I swear to God, if we end up doing, like, let's let my puppets come. come. I swear to God. <laughs> I feel like at this point we have to, right? Oh, God. As does wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so using only characters from the Muppets and Sesame Street put together an eight-match pay-per-view. <laughs> you have a world champion, an intercontinental oh champion, tag team champion, women's champion, and cruiserweight champion. Alright, so let's just break it down from the top. World championship match. And my brain immediately went to Sesame Street versus the Muppets. Yeah. So it's gotta be Kermit going for the world belt on the Muppets side. And who you think is the top dog in Sesame Street? I, it, for me, I know exactly what the main event is. The main event is going to be Kermit versus Elmo. World Championship match. World Championship match, but it, it, the stipulation is Cage of Death cage from like CZ, CZW. <laughs> so you got a bunch of glass and shit. <laughs> uh, is it bad that I was thinking 200 lot tubes? <laughs> 200 lot tube death match. They just uh, kobashi and Ryuji Ito it. They just throw all the tubes to the ground and start stomping them. <laughs> Intercontinental. Oh, God. So this I think from the Sesame said. Street side, it's got to be Grover, I feel like. He's the workhorse, right? <laughs> He's the workhorse. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Who's the workhorse out of uh, Muppets, though? Oh, fucking. I guess, uh, like, Fozzie. I don't know. Yeah, I think we got to save Fozzie. Oh, okay. Tag team. Uh, what about Ralph, the piano playing dog? He seems like a Bret Hart top. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a Bret Hart top. <laughs> Fuck. So Ralph versus Grover. All right. <laughs> Tag team. Tag team. Oh fuck. The from the Muppets is the two guys in the fucking uh, box office. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that or um, <laughs> Fozzie and uh, uh, fucking oh. Gonzo. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good too. But, but for me, it's the, it's the two old guys. That are up in the uh, what are their names? Uh, Statler and Waldorf. Is that it? I have no idea. Uh, but it's those two versus fucking uh, Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. I like that. 
women's championship. So it's got to be Miss Piggy. Yeah. I don't know. Is, what is a female Sesame Street character? I don't know. Is Sesame Street sexist? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I can't think of a single. I don't. I don't know, bro. And they're like a female character that hangs out with Elmo. Uh, yeah, but I don't remember that character's name. Her. Yeah, her. <laughs> her yeah, that works. And Cruiserweight. Uh, Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Is he a Cruiserweight, though? I, I, he's I mean, he's got to be somewhat small. I guess these, they're all technically Cruiserweights. <laughs> good, they're point, all good, good point, good point. An animal. An animal. <laughs> Oscar's just gonna fucking walk out of that ring. So that's how many matches? One, two, three, four, five. So we need three more matches. Oh god. Tag team match. Okay. Uh Snuffle Up against and Big Bird. <laughs> what the fuck? Versus Beaker and uh oh. <laughs> Uh no, we could do that. We could do Fonzie and uh and um and uh, Gonzo. Versus Big Bird and Snuffle Up, I guess. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, hardcore match. Hardcore match. Um. Uh, the Cookie Monster. The Cookie Monster. <laughs> oh fuck! Cookie Monster versus. Uh. The fucking eagle. The eagle. <laughs> Hardcore match. Hardcore match. And we need one more match. Uh, Battle Royal of whoever we ain't picked. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's more. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's definitely more. Battle but, Royal. But there you go. We gotta get Beaker in there somewhere, though. Yeah. The Swedish <laughs> Chef. The Swedish Chef. The Swedish <laughs> Chef versus fucking... Uh... That, that's what we'll do. The last match will be a Survivor Series match of whoever we ain't picked. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's gonna be a lot of people. Let's <laughs> be that tag team. A lot of people. A lot of a lot of uh, puppets. Puppets. A lot of puppets. Yeah. Let my puppets come. No. Come. <laughs> yeah, we recently come. We recently watched the uh, Mar- Marcus Cook's MK Ultra Mix Volume One. <laughs> it has scenes from yeah. uh, Let My Puppet Come in it. Yeah. It made me want to watch Doctor Caligari as well. Yeah, it looks crazy movie. Next up, Spooky Celluloid. It's your boy. It's your great boy from up north. <laughs> your great boy from up north. Because he's the great white north. Yeah. He's the great boy from up north. The great boy from from the from the north. With what happened recently in my hometown, it made me think about natural disaster movies. What are some of your favorites? Also, have you seen the monstrosity that is Moonfall? I have not seen. I don't even know what Moonfall is. No. What is Moonfall? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Um, Natural disaster movies are one of my least subjects I have any knowledge about. Me as well. Like I have not watched a lot of natural disaster movies at all. I know some that I do. Like when I was a kid, I really loved stuff like Twister, yeah, and Tornado, and uh, Dante's Peak, and Volcano, yeah. And I think there was one like Earthquake that had O.J. Simpson in it. They used to play on sci-fi a lot. I used to watch that. O.J. Simpson. Or maybe it was Aftershock. I can't remember. But either way, one of those, like, I used to watch those movies a lot. But as far as, like, currently, I, yeah, Natural Disasters is just not a subject I delve deep into. <laughs> I'm going with Twister. Twister's cool. Yeah. 
I don't know. I it, it's very, it's very much a hole in my knowledge. As far as like like the volcano movies used to freak me the hell out. I was very convinced that a volcano was gonna pop up in Tennessee and kill everybody. That's not even practical, bro. I know, I know this. <laughs> but uh, I can't remember if it was volcano or Dante's Peak it has the scene where the dude jumps off the train with a little girl to save her. Yeah, and he like sets on fire in the lava, <laughs> and like he melts all the way up to his neck before he stops screaming. <laughs> yeah, um, which I thought that was awesome. That's not even practical. No, I don't. I don't. That's work not how Academy that. works. <laughs> no, he, I, I unfortunately have seen a video of someone falling into a volcano, <laughs> or falling in the lava. That was horrific. Is it? You just go in it and it's just like boom, you're done. Um, yeah, you would not just be like ah, it didn't <laughs> melt away. Uh, but thank you, Spooky. Glad you got your power back. Yes. Glad you're okay. Yeah. You know. I was. That's a rough situation. Yeah, we had some crazy storms around here within the last couple of weeks, but nothing like that. No. Uh, we did have the power go out. A couple yeah. Bombs. We lost the internet because lightning struck it. Oh, God. <laughs> of course, our internet, which I won't mention the company, I guess, but. The- Why not? Fuck you, Spectrum. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fuck Charter. <laughs> I fucking hate Charter. It's Spectrum now. Oh, is it just Spectrum yeah. now? Charter Spectrum, I think. They're shit. They are shit. <laughs> the fucking worst. I hate them. I take a diarrhea dump on their faces if I could. <laughs> That's not hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can work up a pretty juicy shit. Oh. <laughs> well, that's disgusting. Um, I see. Th- it's not even like the employees can't help it. It's the fucking, just the shitty service of the company itself. Yeah, and by service you mean like how much we internet we get. Yeah. <laughs> like the service, like a like a, like a a phone service kind of thing. Yeah, it constantly goes out. Yeah, it just drops for no reason. It's shit. You try to be watching a video and it just won't load. We're over here like, oh, my internet sucks. And Spooky's like, I ain't had power for like five days. Yeah, well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, Spooky. <laughs> We're just bitching. Yeah. Love you, Spooky. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, do a review on what was the movie you found? It was like Quebec Expose or something like that. Yeah. That VHS looked wild. Some fucking Mondo shit. Yeah, from Quebec. It's wild. Oh, Quebec. <laughs> God I'm, damn it, John. Sorry, Spooky. I had to. Why? I don't know. I was, thinking, I was thinking about Jacques Rousseau. <laughs> Somewhere fucking Kevin Owens mad at you. I know. I'm sorry. He hates Jacques Rougeau. He, he's like, I got trained by Jacques Rougeau. He didn't fucking do shit. <laughs> Next up, we have Mr. Parker. Mr. Parker. Mm, Mr. Parker. You never hear Mr. Parker. Like, even, like, from the early days of hearing about Mr. Parker, I think about LaBarca. La LaBarca. Yeah. The chairman of WCW. The chairman of YouTube, Mr. Parker. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, which, by the way, if you're not following him on YouTube, what the fuck are you doing? Same thing with Spooky. Yeah. Follow both of those guys. Absolutely. Excellent, excellent, excellent shit from both of them. Yes. Uh, Mr. Parker has a few questions. Bob Backlund or Bob Dole? <laughs> Bob Dole. Remind me who Bob Dole is. Bob Dole was the guy who ran for president. Was like, I'm Bob Dole, and like always had his thumb kind of up. Politician, absolutely not. <laughs> Bob Backlund, all the way. I'll tell you why it's Bob Backlund. Longest running WWE champion of all time. Bump that. 
<laughs> Crazy run against Bret Hart in the 90s. Bump that. Yeah. Sliding into 16 chairs at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> my back went all the way. In, co- in comparison to a, a politician. Fuck politicians. What generic horror conversation are you tired of having? Oh, my God. Example, is it zombie or infected? Oh, God. That's a big one. Uh, God damn it. That's a big one. Because yeah. I'm just like, literally the plot structures are the same. Right? Another one I have a fucking a, a shitty time with is the goddamn like found footage movie suck conversation. Oh yeah. I also like is it or is it not horror? Oh yeah, that one's horrible. It's annoying because it's just like you know. If it has horror elements and it has been made to be a horror movie, it is a horror movie. Because like sure, there's definitely some that like you like are borderline, right? Yeah. Something like Eat You the Killer. You know, is that a horror movie? I would say yes, but I, I mean, it's an epic, but you know, um, but like then you got people like The Witch ain't a horror movie. <laughs> fuck like, you, yeah, how it is. Is The Witch not a horror movie? A movie is scary as shit. But uh, one more on that topic that I hate is the hot, and I think Mr. Parker's talked about this too. The hot take uh, arguments. Yes, where people will come into the comment section on anything, any movie. This happens in music too. And just be like, am I the only one that don't like this? We had the we we saw this fucking in person, bro. We were at uh we were going to a, a metal show, and this guy was essentially be like, uh, am I the only one who doesn't like Cannibal Corpse? Yeah, it's like it's like no, you're not the only one that don't like Cannibal Corpse, but you're a dickhead for saying it. We're not that you're a dick. You it's okay not to like something, but it's like when you state it like that. Yes. Like you're like stating like am I the only one smart enough to realize this band or movie isn't good? It's like it's like people do have that opinion, but they don't have to have the need to just fucking say it out loud all the time. Cuz like my like film criticism if I I use that term loosely, yeah, has changed a shit ton over the years, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like before I might have been like that movie sucks. Yeah. Now I like like objectively look at stuff and be like does it actually suck or do I just not like it? Yeah. You know. Which I know you don't like possession movies. No, I'm not a big fan of possession movies at all. And like like let's take a movie like The Omen, right? Yeah. I don't care for The Omen at all. It does nothing for me. But I yeah. know that it's a good movie and I know that it's a classic that people love. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, am I the only one smart enough to know that this movie really isn't that good? It's like, no, I just don't like it. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You can have an opinion on a movie or a type of movie. You know, and that, that's fine. But being a fucking dick about it. Yeah. It sounded pretentious as shit. It's like, is it bad or do I just not like it? Yeah. It, it's that you don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Now, sometimes things are just bad, though. Fucking bulk. Bulk. I hate that goddamn movie. <laughs> amazing. Not amazing Beast. Alien Beast. <laughs> Some people like, like that, I, It though. should be the opposite. It should be like, someone should come in the comment section and be like, am I the only one that likes this movie? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I do see that, too, though. It's terrible. But God bless you for liking it. <laughs> As you get older, do you get more picky with films or less? More. Uh, yeah. Like what I choose to my time is a lot more not I don't want to say precious. That's not like that seems very like my time oh, is precious. What'd you do? I was barred as fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Matt's gonna die on air. Oh uh, here it goes. No, keep talking. <laughs> I'm letting this play out, dog. Oh. It's playing man. out. I need a drink of water. Just thought. <laughs> Uh, not that my time is more precious that sounds uh, that sounds uppity and very pretentious it's just that yeah. my, I have less time 
than I used to to watch movies. So I have to be more picky with what I watch. You know, I'm not going to go out and watch something that I don't really... Like, before I would just watch anything and everything. Yeah. Now it's more like I have to have interest in it before I want to watch it. Exactly. Um, For me, too, like, I know what I like. Yeah. And I will, of course, go for that stuff first. Mm-hmm. But of course, like I will watch just just about anything. Yeah, it's all about time and free time, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. Parker's final question. Oh no! If <laughs> if I was a paranormal investigator, would you accept my friends' request on Facebook? I, I, I that that depends. <laughs> <laughs> for you, Mr. Parker, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> anything for you. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That sounded like I was hitting on him, but hey, which is okay, <laughs> you know. But. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Mr. Parker, for the question. Yeah, As always, you. you fucking rule. Absolutely. You all fucking rule. Everybody fucking rules in this yes. country. Just in general. If you listen to us, you fucking rule. Yeah. And last up, Joshua Fat Attack, and I hate to end it on a very anticlimactic question. Okay. Because uh, my question is, have y'all seen The Sadness yet? And if so, what are y'all's thoughts? We've not watched it yet. I wanted to... Uh, like I had, I saw this question, and I really, really wanted to get it in Yeah. before the we did the podcast, but like... Way my work schedule has changed and things like that. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. So I do apologize, Mr. Uh, Fat Attack. I really wanted to get that in so we could like yeah. do a really like you know a fair answer mm. of the question. You know, it looks cool. I hear a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people are digging it. A lot of the controversy around it is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I can't take it, but it's okay. Yeah, let's not even get into that. <laughs> but because uh, if that, if, that if, if we get into that, we're gonna be here forever. Sure. But thank you, everybody, for your awesome questions and comments. You all are great. We love your oh, audience. If you want to join these lovely individuals, you sure can. Yes. You know how you do that, Matt? You wait till we post the image. You fucked it up. Questions, comments, God and damn it. Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. My brain's not operating. Or you can wait till the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Yes. And we'll post a lovely little image that says we're taking questions. And you can ask in the comments below. And as always, we greatly, 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 greatly appreciate anybody who interacts with us at all. Yes. Send us messages. Ask us questions. Even yeah. not when we're doing the podcast. We, we like to talk to people. Yeah. You know. Um, well, just to clarify, we are, uh, so technically we are introverts. Yes. So if we respond with something awkward, that's awkward or something that takes forever to answer, it's because we're like, we don't know how to conversate with human beings very well. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, so just just keep that in mind. And, and it may take us a little bit to get back to, but we will. Yeah. Now, we don't want like to leave nobody on red. Exactly. So, yeah. We're going to take a quick little break. Oh, God, excuse me. Oh, I got acid bad today. That's rough. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the films of Giuseppe. Of Giuseppe. Yes. The man, the myth, the legend. I recently got Trailer Town in. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to do him again. Oh, yeah. This is, only, part, this is only episode one. He's got like fucking 30, 40 movies. Yeah, I know, Rod. <laughs> he's probably like, when it comes to like the directors we've covered on the show, he's probably the most prolific. He's one of them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back here on Sick on Cinema. cinema. <laughs> no, one's, no one saw you taking your glasses Dramatically off. Dramatically taking your glasses yeah. off. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
I go around and I sing songs of hope for people. I'd like to sing one for you. Down in the Philippines, there was a man named Joe. He got the big banana, and all the women know that's why they love Joe. Down in the Philippines, there was a man <laughs> named Joe. Joe. He had the big banana, banana. and everybody you knows know. that's why they love Joe. Uh, that's why they love Joe. <laughs> Giuseppe Andrews. <laughs> He's something, man. He, he went from being in Detroit Rock City to making these. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> the interesting thing about Giuseppe, because we're back. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> the interesting thing about Giuseppe Andrews is like he's definitely the filmmaker who is like I personally enjoyed this experience. Yeah. In fact, I thought it was one of the easiest preps we've done in a long time. Yes. Like I flew through these movies. I watched all three of them basically in twenty four hour period. They're all short. Yeah. And they're. Vastly entertaining. But I could totally see someone being like, these are the worst movies I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I, like, I couldn't even argue it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be like, you know, that's kind of based. But <laughs> I, I adore these. Yeah. So I first was introduced to Giuseppe Andrews just through um, Period Piece. Yeah. Trauma put out Period Piece. And I had never watched it, but I remember seeing the trailer and stuff back in the day and being like... Well, this looks weird. I can't believe the guy who was in Detroit Rock City did this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, my introduction to this, to his filmography, was many, many, many years ago. And mm. <laughs> me and Doug, uh, me and Doug uh, we would go on uh, Xbox, you know, Xbox Live Party together. Mm-hmm. And we would wa- essentially, like, okay, search this up so we can watch YouTube videos and go back and forth and find weird shit. And he found this video, this old man, pretty much butt-ass naked in the bathroom. Pretty much. Well, is 100% yes. butt-ass naked in the bathroom. <laughs> Looking like a Sharpe puppy. <laughs> Look, okay, like Sharpe puppy. Um, <laughs> just being like, mmm, fried pig pussy. <laughs> and I ever think it was one of the funniest fucking things I'd ever seen. <laughs> and after that, I I didn't see the clip for years after mm. that. Then we were watching Unbox Watching Reviewed. Yep, which always go follow. Oh, absolutely. Unbox Watching Reviewed. And we watched his review of air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to see this. <laughs> and then I found out 
that Giuseppe Andrews, not only was he an actor in his own right, but made so many movies. <laughs> and they're all weird as hell. Yes. And then going back and watching Peter Peace this time around, I saw that clip and I was like, wait a minute. <gasps> That's a video. Yeah, so basically, like, the lore behind Giuseppe is thick and dancing. We're not going to get into all of it because oh it's my like, God. there's so much to it that you know is a lot of his bullshit. Because that's just kind of what he does. You know, he's built this universe around himself. Kind of like Harmony Kareen. Yeah, kind of like Harmony Kareen. Um, Which I think that's a very way, a very good way of explaining away his top of film. Yeah. Giuseppe, oh, like he has this like cast of people that he uses in all of his movies. Who, you know, he claims lived all in this one little trailer park. You know, they're yeah. definitely not actors. Definitely not. So you know, they built these this cast and this crew that worked on all these movies and like he used them in all of them and basically what he did was he just got all these people to do just do weird wild shit and just say the most or heinously vile vulgar <laughs> vulgar shit he possibly could and do vulgar shit yeah so that that is basically what Giuseppe does but we're gonna break it down we're gonna get into it we're gonna break it down <laughs> so uh we're gonna start in 1999 something I wanna bring up real fast right mm-hmm. there's also some like <laughs> Weird racist comments. Oh in these my movies. god! Yeah, it's odd. I don't know why. <laughs> this one in particular. Yes. So 1999, starring Bill Nolan and Walt Dongo. Yes. We have "Touch Me in the Morning." This one also stars Giuseppe Andrews. Yeah. He plays a character named what? John Coney Island. <laughs> His name's like Eduardo something. Yeah, but he goes by Coney Island. Coney Island. Okay, so... I've been losing sleep trying to figure out how I'm going to describe the plots of these movies. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just don't know, man. Okay, so... Again, as we said, Giuseppe... Huh? Greasy. Go <laughs> on. I took a shower. Why are you greasy? I don't know, man. Greasy bastard. No. I'm the greasy Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so, again, Giuseppe plays this character named Tony Island. Island. Who likes to go around to old people and sing songs for them. Yeah. You know, to cheer him up. I mean, that's kind of the loose plot, in a way. He has a girlfriend who's abusive. Yeah. And his dad, Bill Nolan, uh-huh. is, is getting out of prison, and he's trying to learn how to have sex with women from Bill. <laughs> well, his mother is also divorced and has Alzheimer's. Yes. Who also may or not be a murderer. <laughs> yeah. That's as loosely as you can describe the plot of this. Because it's like, it doesn't have like your typical three-act structure. No. At all. Basically, it's just scenes all playing out in this one area. And that's kind of what Yusebe yeah. does. Like He comes up with a scenario. And he kind of builds scenes around the scenario without ever actually like telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it constantly is progressing story-wise. But they're never like, the story's never like moving in a way that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, the first five minutes of this movie is, again, the character of Coney Island, which I can't get over that. Mm-hmm. Essentially just going off about, you know, his life. This is my story. Yeah. With the with the shitty microphone quality. <laughs> yeah, which is also great. And then Walt Dongle getting fucking dead. <laughs> that is one of the funniest scenes in any of Giuseppe movies. Oh he fucking God. walks in and punches that picture. Bill <laughs> Nolan, who's supposed to be in jail at this point. In the movie. That's one thing that does bother yes. me about Giuseppe movies is a lot of times he won't edit them in, in an order that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's okay to jump around time-wise when it makes sense. You know? Yeah. 
But he don't. He don't do that. He just, like, whatever scenes he wants to put in whatever order is what he's going to do. And it's wild shit. But anyways, Walt Dongo punches the fucking, which Walt Dongo, you just got to think of, like, just think about your local dirtbag. Yeah. That's what the Walt Dongo looks like. Uh, Think about your neighborhood alcoholic. Yeah. Walt Dongo. Walt Dongo. (laughs) Well, think about your neighborhood alcoholic and make him one of the most vile human beings on earth. I forgot that Walt Dongo. <laughs> this is a goblin demon from hell. <laughs> yeah, so fucking Dongo punches this picture. Bill Nolan's like, like you just punched a picture of my mom and dad. And he's like, oh shit, did I break it? There's glass everywhere. Yeah, it, His hands yeah. went through it. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Also, how tough is the skin on his hands? He's tough, dude. Because he doesn't get cut. It's from it. leather, man. Yeah, it's leather. It's fucking leather. And then, and then here comes this other dude. And you don't even see him because no. he's behind Walt Dongo. Because Giuseppe doesn't frame or shoot any coverage for his movies at no. all. No. He's just like, ah, stop, stop, kitty punching me, Dennis. He's like, yeah, you want to go, motherfucker? <laughs> and he swings and just decks Walt Dongo for real. <laughs> yeah, hits him so fucking hard. His head just shoots back. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Nearly, nearly fucking claps him. I fucking died laughing at that, dude. <laughs> there, and that's the thing about you, Seppi. I'll Andrews. get you back for that. I'll get you in the dark. In the dark. And he rides away. Like, these guys are not actors, but there is something super, like, his core group. Yeah. Walt Dongo, Bill Nolan, Tyree, Tyree Vietnam Ron. Vietnam Ron. Like, these guys, like, they're so charming. Yeah. In a weird way. But at the same time, you know these guys are like, they're legit alcoholics and drug addicts. (laughs) But there's something super charming about all of them. And they work so well, especially in this movie, for me, with Vietnam Ron. Like, it's hard hard to say that he's exploiting Mm -hmm. them because he's kind of, he's just casting them into roles. Yeah. It's not like he's like, oh, look at their drug drug abuse. Yeah, it seems like he generally like gives a shit about these people. Yeah, you know, because he's like he, he uses them in a way that like he's just having them work. Yeah, you know, and it's not like oh, I'm gonna take advantage it. of yeah, him. take yeah. advantage of this guy or something because you know he's not making money off this shit. No, <laughs> you know, especially since the three DVDs were released out by Troma. Troma. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I don't know, man. Like the fucking. Was Vietnam Ron in this one? Uh, if he is, he's in it like very little. Yeah, in our garden is where he start. He shines the most. But we'll get to that. But yeah, like fucking <laughs> Coney Island. Like I said, like it's just it's, him. It's him going around. Yeah, and there's like there's so many there's really funny moments in this movie for sure. Like one in particular, I don't want to spoil, but let's just say someone pulls a gun out that you don't expect. Yes, and that's really fucking funny. Oh my god, that, uh, that scene is so fucking. This, funny. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie is "The not of toilet paper in the world to wipe my ass." That's a great line. And Bill Nolan is a psychopath, man. Like, yes, that dude is just going off constantly. There's a really racist scene that is kind of funny. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. Oh God, John canceled. <laughs> Don't cancel, wee, wee, wee. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. About Cody Island's real origins. Oh my god. That doesn't god. make any damn sense at all. It doesn't make any sense for one. And two, it comes out of fucking left field. Yeah, because he's like, I love you, boy. The next thing he's like, You're not my boy. You never will be. <laughs> you never will be. <laughs> like, all these movies have like weird little moments of like just bizarre racism yeah in them. it don't make any sense like there's a scene in in our garden we'll, we'll get to mm-hmm. that just comes out of nowhere yeah and it's like whoa yeah, whoa, whoa wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> what the fuck and then in like fucking um 
in this one, there's the scene in the hotel room. Oh, God. That might be the worst instance of, like, racist dialogue. Yeah. But, like, my big problem with this movie and most Giuseppe Andrews movies, even though I will say I do like these movies quite a bit, yeah. is because the way he tells the story... The middles can meander a lot. Yeah. Like getting like the beginning and the ends are usually great. But getting through the middle part is just, can be a bit of a drag. Yeah. Because you're just kinda like, okay, we're doing the same thing again and again and again. Yeah. And again. Where I would I will say I think Giuseppe's shorts mm-hmm. are probably like better. They work better. Yeah. Than the features. But the features are what you come to see. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, in our garden, in our garden, touch me in the morning. Like I, I did enjoy this movie quite a bit, actually. Yes, like it has a wholesomeness to it too that the, some of these other movies don't have because it's kind of it's a family story, you know. <laughs> it's a it's a family story, and Coney Island himself as a character is a very wholesome, like likable character. Yeah, even though he's saying fucked up shit in a way, but he's doing it way way more like slyly. You know, what I mean? yeah, like, he's definitely like, you know, <laughs> he's he's slipping things in. Yeah, like the Joe song, you know. <laughs> Oh god. The fucking banana. But <laughs> banana song. Yeah. There's a scene where they like go to the fucking park. Yeah. And he's he's swinging and his old girlfriend's like, I wanna go now. And she says something about it, about like him singing songs. He's like, Don't you ever fucking say that. <laughs> when I sing those songs and I see their faces light up <laughs> That shit's so good, dude. Also like also like Walt Dongo. Yeah, all three of these movies has a scene in them that's fucking vile. Oh yeah, this one does he do something real in this one or is this one? I don't know if it's real or not, but like he shits in a sink <laughs> and just fucking stands up in it and starts fucking waffle stomping it down the drain. <laughs> that's what I gotta give these movies super credit for. It is there's all three of these movies have scenes that we've quoted all week. Yes, you know for this one <laughs> the fucking. Uh, <laughs> they end up toilet paper and roll the fucking wipe my ass and stop kidney punching me, Dennis. Stop kidney punching me, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go, motherfucker? But you don't even see it. He's no. just standing there and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> stop kidney punching me, Dennis. <laughs> oh, God. It's so fucking funny, man. <laughs> like so I'm, not, I, I can't sit and tell you that Walt Dongo's a good actor. No, can't do that. Nor Bill Nolan, or none of these guys. But there's a charm, man. Yeah, like, they're so likable, and like the the way they like just they're good it, in their own yeah, special ways. The way, especially like Dongo and Tyree oh, deliver God. dialogue, it, it just I don't know. It works. Tyree's a gross man too. He is a gross man. We'll get to that. Oh God, his big triumphant debut starring role. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's, they say it's a starring role. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Touch Me in the Morning. Anything else you want to say about Touch Me in the Morning? <laughs> I mean, not, not necessarily. Uh, again, like, it, oh, the fucking hotel scene, man. That scene goes on way too long, man. And it's pretty. It's kind of gross. It is gross. But it's just, like, it, it, there's funny moments in it, like the stomping to poop. Yeah. But yeah, the hotel scene, man. It just goes on and on. And there's funny moments in it, but there's just not enough to it to, like, yeah. to justify it being nearly, like, 15 minutes, it feels like. Oh, God. I, yeah, we were sitting there like, it's still going. This scene is still going. <laughs> and it, it's, it's definitely a scene that I want to forget. Because <laughs> it is uh, allegedly gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh my lord! That dog is going ape. 
Yeah. Well, stop kitty punching me, Dennis. <laughs> stop kitty punching me, Dennis. Yeah, touch me morning. I liked. Uh, I definitely liked it. I thought it was really funny, really fun. It's not my favorite one of the three. I don't think though. No, mine neither. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> Puppies. Got yeah. Uh. Next up. Next up. From 2002, I believe. Yes. The one that sparked this show, doing this episode. Yeah. I took no notes on it, apparently. Um, Damn it, John. I was enthralled by it. I was just watching it. <laughs> You're enthralled by it. I mean, I was. I was captivated. The reason we're doing this episode is because Matt became obsessed with this movie. Oh, my God. This movie is... I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that is In Our Garden. Like this one, this one. In our garden, you played volleyball. This one. You drank (laughs) yourself to death. I don't want to be alive. There's a middle verse there too. Yeah. The trailers about vile (laughs) pussies. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Focus, man. I'm trying. (laughs) This dog's going ape shit. But this one is we have a new character. Yes. In Gail Wells. Who plays Daisy. Yes. Who is an old lady with cystic fibrosis. <laughs> which is one of my very last two. Where she's like, I ain't going to be here much longer. I have cystic fibrosis. Well, Don goes like, that's not a terminal disease. And who says who, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> which, for one, Walt Dongo is completely wrong. <laughs> and she fucking goes ape shit <sighs> that scene. She's no lady with cystic fibrosis. She doesn't play anything in the plot at all. No. <laughs> Her ear was bitten off by a horse. Yeah, so she wears an elf ear. To cover it up. Yeah. And her lover died of alcohol poisoning on the beach. Yeah. So the cop who discovered the body named Rick. Yes. Who's played by none other than... Walt Dongo. Walt Dongo. Shows up and talks to her and they, a little bit of love interest sparks between the two. Yes. So they say they, <laughs> they go on their adventures together until the father of yeah. her deceased lover, played by Bill Nowland, oh. named Bill, I'm pretty sure again. Yes. <laughs> like every movie he's in, his name is just Bill. It's just Bill. <laughs> um... Oh. <laughs> he he shows up and he begins to have a bit of a love interest as well with uh, Daisy. Yeah, so it becomes a story of a love triangle and who will Daisy choose to be her new lover? Which it all comes down to a rape reenactment. <laughs> Just the weirdest thing in the world to say. Which Dennis shows back up for this. Stop kidding, bunch of Dennis. <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk about in, in, in Touch with the Morning when he fucking hits Walt Dongo with that bottle. Oh, yeah. He just <laughs> clocks him with it. Yeah. Walt Dongo but, gets hit with the bottle in this one, too. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. That, that That's the plot, essentially. Yeah. It's definitely the easiest to follow plot-wise as far as Giuseppe Andrews goes. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I'm you trying to focus, I'm man. trying. People are going to be like, this episode ain't nothing but a guy getting distracted by a dog. I've got ADD and a dog's going ape shit. I'm sorry. Um, But yes. Uh, Continue. (laughs) You were going to make a point. I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh my God, Matt. (laughs) You're killing me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Continue. Yeah, so anyways, that's the plot. You know, this is the easiest to follow plot-wise as far as many Giuseppe Andrews movies go. Yes. Um... And like you said, it all comes down to them trying to uh, impress her. Yeah. And the way Bill impresses her is to hire this guy to, to reenact a rape. 
with a mustard bottle. With a mustard bottle and a pair of underwear. Yeah. It's Dennis. Dennis, yeah. <laughs> yeah Dennis, Dennis returns. Is this movie or... Because t- they do kind of start blurring together. Yes. Where uh, he goes to the dating service. Does that touch me in the morning or in our garden? The dating service? Yeah, because they're like, what are you looking for in a woman? Why? Oh, that was that, that touched me in the that morning. That touched me in the morning. Okay, I can't. Like I said, they all start to blur together a little I'm bit. I'm sure that was Dennis. That's Dennis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like we looking for. We looking for in a woman. What? Uh, what? No, I'm talking about what kind of personality traits and things like that do you want in a woman? Uh, mm, what? Which is the exact same scene. They just loop it. They did, and it's it, it's it, funny. <laughs> It's really funny. Stop kitty punching me, Dennis. Is this one too the one where they like loop the scene with Walt Dongo making a weird noise? Oh, where he's God. like, Wee-ha-hoo! and they like just play it again and again and again and <laughs> no. again. No, no, no. I think is that is that period piece? That might be. I don't know. Like, eventually they do all. When we you also watch, watch shorts. When you watch all these in a succession, they just kind of merge into one movie. Yeah. <laughs> like we were trying to get a grasp more of his filmography, so mm. we watched. Uh, so ants. This, yeah, we watched ants and laundry room. Yeah, which that's starting to blur together too. Oh yeah, they're all starting to become one movie. <laughs> yeah, which maybe that was the point of Giuseppe's work. Bill Nolan has the worst uh, toupee I've ever seen in a movie. Oh my god, it's fucking horrible. It's funny as hell, though. Man. It is, and like, I, my okay, right. you definitely like this movie more than I do. Yes, I do like this movie a lot. Yeah, but what I found to be, um difficult for me to like get into was the long stretches of just obscene dialogue that just go on and on and on and nothing changes for nearly 30 minutes eventually it does get a little old yeah where it is like yes the, the, once the for me once the love triangle thing is introduced and once walt dongo is kind of out on his own and yeah. he's like downward spiraling all that I thought was great. Yes. Everything before it, I just found to be super tedious because, like, Walt Dongo is, like, trying his best to, like, actually act. Yeah. And it's terrible because he can't act. No. And, like, every scene, like, cutting... Because another thing that... But, but for me, I guess that's kind of the uh, appeal of it, though. I get it's that. It's kind of the appeal of Walt Dongo in this. But, like, the charm of Walt Dongo to me is more about, like... Just how weird he is. Like, when he's being very natural. Yeah. That's when he's at his best. Yes. But, like, for me, like, the thing about um, that that part of the movie that, like, frustrated the most is, like, the way Giuseppe shoots things is yeah. just cut between people talking, right? There's yes. no coverage of anything. No. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to shoot over the shoulder this time. Okay, I'm going to show this person while the other person talks. It's just, like, when one person's talking, they're on the screen, and when the other person's are on the screen, they're talking. Yes. Right? So just cutting back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. And the way he does it, the way that because they can't act, these two always start every sentence with "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." So it's like she's like, "Yeah, you know." And then we went to the beach, and then the, and then it'll cut to Walt Dongo, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> me too." And I'm just like, "Oh my god, like yeah. this is so tedious, like it is <laughs> killing me." Yes, it's <laughs> grating. <laughs> But then once Bill is introduced and things get a little more uh, wacky and wild and, like, they're actually doing things. Yeah. To me, that's when the movie gets really funny. <laughs> like, when they're, they play, what was it, they play uh, they play house or something like that? Yes. Like, 
that scene goes on for a long time, and the letter reading goes on for a long time. Yeah. But some of the dialogue is just so fucking ridiculous. I do agree with that. It is... It's like, I can't believe a human wrote this. Yeah, and I do agree with that 100%, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I like the later stuff. Like, I like, I like you know, of course, we've referenced it. I oh, my God. Times. All right. Fill the balloons. I guarantee you can't hit, hit me, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> 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 fucking Tyree. <laughs> Butt-ass naked in a hotel room and walked on doing crack. And I, yeah, he's smoking crack. Through a bendy straw. Yeah. <laughs> Just great. Yes. And like I, I don't want to spoil it, but like Vietnam Ron's uh um uh involvement in this movie. Oh my is god. So, so funny. funny. But I don't want to spoil it because that, that's a big spoiler for the movie. Yeah. And like the way the movie ends too, with Wall Dog goes walking around in a towel. Yes. And we'd be like, look at me, I ain't got no damn clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no damn clothes. <laughs> oh god, there's a scene in this I completely forgot about it and how funny it is. It's it's when him and the one dude I remember his name he's also in period piece, and he's like he he just walks into the guy's fucking uh, house, and he's like, hey you got you got any crack? <laughs> he's like he's like yeah I got some. He's like you 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 you, you do it? And he's like no I I, gotta, I, I leave it out for guests. Yeah. <laughs> and they start smoking crack together, which again is already ridiculous. And he's like, I'm gonna go ahead and take these last couple hits, and then Walt Duggan puts that knife. He's like, "The fuck you are!" <laughs> I forgot about that too, <laughs> which is really funny. He's like, "Yeah, you can take it, take it, <sighs> take the last couple hits of crack." There, oh it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard at that this time around. All right, Philip <laughs> <laughs> <Bill of> Bloods. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Like I said, like that's when he's at his most funny, man. Is when he's like, he's like just shit, himself, like shit like that. Like the hell you are. <laughs> now I know I can't contend with that rape reenactment. <laughs> when he's trying to just act, he's not. He's not an actor. No, 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 no. But none of these people are, and they're not. It's not as much as like he can't act or things like that. It's just the way it's cut together. Like I said, like. Every line starts with yeah, yeah, and it's just like man, like I, it's like it's tedious, yeah, to get through for me. Dog want to be let out, <laughs> yeah, and but not stop. <laughs> I was doing all right. I, but I think I just knew like it's gonna be in the background of the episode, so it was gonna be fucking very loud. Yeah. Anyways, in our garden. Yes. God damn it. It's a good movie. I liked it. Good shit. Very fun. I had problems with it, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> You're not going to state those problems, or... I did. Yeah. I stated it. You know. Yeah, it, it, the scenes do go on way too long. For sure. But I, I feel like that's kind of the movie's appeal. Yeah, I get that. And I do get that. Just me personally. Like like I said, it was just the whole like, yeah, blah, 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 something filthy, something yeah. dirty. We didn't even talk about uh, Gail, Gail's performance in this. She's fine. I think she's funny. She's funny, but yeah. honestly to me, it was like, she is kind of like, when she put her there with Walt and Bill. She gets overshadowed. She gets overshadowed. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's In Our Garden. Yes. Next up is 2006. Oh, boy. Period piece. This movie is vile. This movie doesn't really have a plot. 
No. Uh, so the best way I would describe it is you have two tater tots, which is already like, what? <laughs> yeah. You have two tater tots that are observing the actions of this trailer park or this town yeah. and the people within it. So that breaks it up into multiple segments. You have a French guy who, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's kind of there. He's kind of just wandering around doing shit. You have Walt Dongo and his son. Oh, my just God. Doing things. <laughs> Being vile humans is what they're doing. <laughs> you have two drug addicts doing things. Yes. You have Tyree alone in his hotel room. Yeah. Uh, mi- mimicking uh, or miming having sex with someone named Serenity. Yeah. <laughs> you, that's happening. Yeah, that's happening. You have, um, what else do you got? I don't know. There's so many. Do you have the guy in his truck talking to his mom who just had a colonoscopy or colon surgery or something like that? Yes. Happy shitting. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get it out. You just had colon surgery? Well, oh, it's the shit. The shit mom's the feds. <laughs> Happy shitting. <laughs> you have the couple in the hotel room arguing. Oh, my God. They're they're doing things. Yeah. They just... play into the Walt Nongo and his son storyline a little bit. A little bit. You have Vietnam Ron just talking on the telephone. Yes. Somebody. Who? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Am I missing anybody? <laughs> I'm sure... Probably, and there's the people who just kind of one off show up and they never show up again. Yeah, yeah, and it's just these tater tots observing this town and their weird shenanigans. Okay, so how are we going to go about this? One? Man, I don't know. This movie's weird. It's it's on a different level weird from the other ones. The other ones have like loose stories. Yeah, see, my biggest problem with this movie is I'm fine with the way it's cut together, where it kind of bounces back and forth between people. Yeah, I just wish that the individual stories themselves would have been put together in a way that narratively makes sense. Yeah, because like there's moments that happen. So it's like, oh, okay, so this story arc is going this way. But then we come back to the story arc, and we're at a different point in the time, like before something else happened. Like, for instance, a character dies, yeah, and then is back in the story, but then is dead again, as though they're like two completely different stories, even though they're the exact same story arc. Well, here's... Well, we Okay, I remember after watching this, and I think it was after you watched it, we watched an interview with Giuseppe talking about it. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much said... Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, this was not one movie. Yeah. This was a bunch of movies that didn't get finished, and they're all put together yeah. for a period piece. Yeah, exactly. And, and that does make sense, but again, he could have edited it chronologically, at least. At least, yes. To make things make sense, you know? Or uh, somewhat sense. It would still have been wild and weird, yeah. and things would just happen for no reason. But, like, for instance, like, the Walt, like, to me, like, the stuff that's the most interesting is, like, Waldongo. Well, Waldongo's always the most interesting. Tyree. Yeah. Um, the couple in the hotel room. <laughs> but then you got stuff like the French guy. I don't like. Well, his character sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> really sucks. Like, he's like part teddy bear, part. Yeah, he's half stuffed animal. And I don't know what he's doing, to be honest with you. Like, he doesn't really ever have a goal. Like, it opens with him, like, stuffing a, a, a soup can up a teddy bear's ass. Yeah. Rumpled dick skin, by the way. It was like, he couldn't even be more clever to call it like, rumpled foreskin or something. No, he's went straight dick skin. Rumpled dick skin. The most vulgar you could have. Yes. 
and I did laugh at that because I was like, this is ridiculous. But man, every time he showed up, because like I'm pretty sure he's an actor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy is an actor. Yeah, and his his like when I started the movie and that was the character that was on the screen first. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh no, oh this is gonna suck. Yeah, but thankfully it's not just that character. Cause yeah, because <laughs> arguably. <laughs> Not arguably, but that character sucks. That character sucks. And I think what it comes down to is like, <laughs> this is going to be weird because I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's the only actual actor in the movie other than Giuseppe who yeah. shows up for a brief cameo. Yes. Um, what makes him not work in this movie is where everyone else isn't actors. His performance comes off as so fake. Yes. Where everyone else is just literally like being like themselves in that character. Yeah. He is trying to act amongst non-actors. Yeah, and his acting in this is not great. Yeah, because he's trying to mimic what they're doing. Yeah, and, and it's it, not working. It doesn't work. And it, just in general, his dialogue is the least funny. Yeah. There's one scene I laughed at when he gets off the train. He's like, ah, oh, America. What a piece of shit. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Everything else was just like, man, every time he showed back on the screen, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Like when he's in like the cardboard box pretending to drive with Walt Dongo. He gets yeah. overshadowed by Walt Dongo. Yeah. Dongo's the funniest. When he talks about how he wants his cock so big he can wrap it around his neck and get hard and kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Way funnier. Like he's way better. Oh God. <laughs> and I don't blame the actor. No. You know what I mean? Like he was doing what he was told, but it's just like I don't know. It did it, it, it didn't work for me at all. There's so much going on in this movie. It's hard to describe anything. Mm-hmm. For me, my favorite like section of the movie is Walt Dongo and his son. Which again, we, we talked about this on the All Night Long episode. What makes me gag is weird. Yeah, it is very weird. Like, we watch shit porn and vomit porn, and, like, it did make me gag. I was like, you gagged a terrible meal. Yes. But, there are two scenes in this <laughs> that fucked me up. <laughs> the Walt Dongo snot scene. That was disgusting. That is gross. That's really gross. He takes a picture from a porno mag. Which him and his son look at every day and just be like, I come in that one. Yeah, I come in that one. He (laughs) blows... So fucking funny. Blows a snot rocket on it. On the... On on a a vagina. Yes. Starts just rubbing it in with his finger. Mm Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh, that's fucking gross. And then he lifts his finger up and it just <laughs> hangs there. Uh, and I I gagged hard. <laughs> I, it was so fucking gross. And the other thing that got me was Tyree. Like, you said it was skin tags. I thought it was skin tags. It may not have been. It looked like he was snipping off, like, pieces of body hair. It could have been that. And just shoving it in his fucking mouth. Yeah. I don't know why that that got me too. <laughs> I, me, I felt sick watching that. What watching those two scenes make me sick. Yeah, <laughs> make me sick. Like it was so fucking nasty. I, Walt Dongo also has his wig on. We have to talk about this. Oh my god, his fucking like Goku wig. Or yeah, whatever. I guess it was supposed to be like Elvis like hair. Yeah, but it definitely ain't. No, <laughs> it looks like Goku. Like that's a good way to describe it. Like <laughs> Super Saiyan Goku, but not blonde. Yeah, and <laughs> to me, he's got the best moments in the movie. Yes, the um, 
either him and Tyree. Uh, it's either when he's on, like he's the focus, or he's just a bit player. Yeah, in the scenes are always the best scenes, like the scene you reference where he's like, "Why it took you so long to pick up, mom? <laughs> you just had colon surgery." Oh shit, the fans here. Happy shitting. <laughs> you better not fucking tell me you're giving me a ticket. I'm not. I just want to tell you happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> he, he just walks away. Except, except for he doesn't. He barely steals the fucking Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What else Santa brought you? Oh shit, an autograph picture of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and that ain't one of them fake ones either. That's authentic. That came from the big man himself. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Don't you eat that meat until I come back with your party hat. <laughs> Which, I, like, how does the sun fucking... I guess it's not really a spoiler because like there's nothing. Yeah, you like, don't know how you spoil, you know. As the sun dies, the meat. Man, <laughs> before you had the party hat. Because <laughs> he just come back to it, and he's fucking dead. <laughs> he's the fucking scene where he's like, the guy's like, who stole my fucking toilet? And he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. I'm down on my luck. One day you got a family, a house, and a hot wife. Next thing you know, you're living in a tent. Your son's dead, and he, she's gone and found another cock. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the stuff of Walt Dongo is so funny, man. And there's actually a really cool scene, like, one of, like, uh, Giuseppe's songs are playing, and, like, him and his son are riding bikes through the forest. Yeah. And I actually thought that stuff was shot pretty well, actually. Yeah. Like, it looked really cool. Like, <laughs> that scene is great, but I can't help not to think about, like, all the just fucking weird bullshit in this. Like, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, okay, you're like, oh, it's a well-shot scene, yeah. right? And I'm just like, all the weird shit oh, yeah, in this well, movie, though. That's not that's 99.9% of the movie. You got this one scene that's, like, shot kind of well, kind of interesting, everything else is just chaos. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking hotel room with the couple arguing. That stuff's so fucking funny, too. <laughs> what are you going to eat when you're in hell? I'm eating some hot pussy, that's for sure. <laughs> Look, I know we're getting married tomorrow, but it's it ain't looking, looking good. good. <laughs> don't talk my, sh- my shit, bitch. We, we just, just met. met. <laughs> are you still thinking about her tits? Oh, my That's not God. even true. You made her take her tits out on Christmas. There was still a card on them. <laughs> I can go find it. <laughs> Don't touch shit. shit, bitch. We just mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fuck it. Another character's the the other characters I don't really dig in this one is the two drug addicts. Yeah. Who were like just softening gas. Yeah. Yeah. It does end in a funny scene where a guy pops out of a trunk. <laughs> yes. That is funny. And um I do like the scene where they're in the, the car wash shooting up. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. But like the scene with them like like shaving a doll and stuff like that yeah. was just like I was like this is not interesting at all. No, they're not as bad as the French guy. No, who has the worst scenes in the movie. But <laughs> there's also a running theme of fucking a teddy bear. Yeah, Well, Dongo fucks a teddy bear too. Yeah, with the sausage. With the sausage. I thought it was his cock. It's definitely a sausage. Yeah, it was a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> you you do see his dick. Oh yeah. In in our garden. In our garden. Yeah. But we haven't talked about even Tyree's fucking. Uh, I was getting shit. there. He, the man of the hour, Tyree. Mm. Ride, Ride pig, pig pussy. pussy. <laughs> a land 
No language. No dildos. <laughs> no fucking laws. <laughs> no fucking laws. We can run free with our big dicks out. Our hair wild. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Serenity. Come here, Serenity. Let's show them how we fuck. <laughs> Oh my yeah, so God. basically Tyree's just naked. <laughs> fucking shooting himself. Oh, that's fun. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> that shit's over. It's just like, <laughs> he's just naked. Yes. I guess reliving his past love of a girl named Serenity, I guess is what it I, is I supposed to be. Unless it's just an imaginary friend, I don't know. It, it's just it's really, he's really old. Yeah. He's got to be in his 70s, 80s. And he's just saying the most vulgar shit. And oh like, he's butt ass naked. At one point, he like rips out a back, excuse me, a bag of pork rounds and just throws them into the fucking mirror. Just rubbing them up on his ass. He, oh, he's, he's just covered himself with cool pork rounds. Rubs them on his dick and like. Cut off his body hair and eating it. Yeah. Which that, as I said, made me, made me sick. I was dying. Like when he's like, mmm. Right. Fried pig pussy. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, that, no. like, that brought back a fucking memory. <laughs> like, it brought back a relic in my brain of a it video. Shook for real, fucking old memory. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, like, his stuff is like, I don't know, man. It's so funny. Yeah. That line when he's just like, no language, no dildos, no, no fucking, fucking rule. rule. <laughs> the, uh, I said rules. The land. We can run free with our big dicks out. Our hair wild. <laughs> he goes, it's like, it's long diatribe, man. Which I know in like in the interview for Period Piece, Giuseppe talked about being a fan of Dolomite. Yeah. Which that does make sense with the character of Tyreek, because he like, kind of waxes poetical in these like really filthy ways. Yeah. And that's very similar to Rudy Raymore, although yeah. you know, he, he is no Rudy Raymore. No. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it is Giuseppe kind of mimicking that style for sure. Yes. And it's funny. It very is very funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah period, I like period, period Piece is probably my favorite of the three. Just because, like, when I think about it, that's the one I find the most quotable and that I remember yeah. the most about. Um, I do wish it had a re-edit <laughs> where the individual pieces could be put together in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Because halfway through the movie, not even halfway, it's towards the end <laughs> of the movie, the catalyst for Walt Dongo's whole story happens. <laughs> yeah. Where he shows up in an Elvis suit. Smashes up a guitar and just plays a guitar. Uh, smashes up a car and then plays a guitar solo on top of oh, it. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> and then the rest of his stuff plays out. And you're like, wait, if I'd seen that, this would all would have made, made more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much quotable shit in this. Mm. It's it's fucking hilarious. It's disgusting. That it is. Um, ultimately, yeah. I mean, ultimately, Giuseppe, I find to be a very fascinating filmmaker. Yes. One that I'm definitely going to watch more of his stuff. Yeah. I may take a short break from his stuff because I did watch a lot of it in a short period yeah. of time. Uh, but everything I've seen by him, I've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, even the short film Ants and Laundry, I thought were both were really good. Yeah. Um, uh, like Honestly, I think Giuseppe's best, the, like, the argue, like... I think, in my personal opinion, his like his actual like best thing he's done, like when it comes like, I guess like story wise and shit, is like laundry room. Laundry room. And I thought ants was really cool too. Yeah, ants is weird shit. It is very weird. But I thought it was really funny, really good. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like he's definitely a filmmaker that um, I'm very interested in checking more stuff out. And I hate yeah. that he's kind of just 
disappeared. No one knows where he is because I would like to see more stuff from Giuseppe. The word of those videos that we saw of him playing guitar, yeah, and then it looks like it come. It was recent mm, or somewhat recent. Yeah, I, I don't know. It could be older for all yeah, I know. I don't know. He's a mysterious man. Again, like people are like, oh, he disappeared, and people don't know why. I, again, me and you talked about this. It's probably because he did what he wanted to do. Yeah, I think he accomplished his goals. Yeah, and was just like, all right, there we go. I'm done. Yeah, he's probably um, off somewhere doing something. I do wish a lot of his movies were still available. A lot of it is. You know, yeah. Either online or... But I'm talking about like physical copies yeah. of his stuff. Yeah, which there never really was. Well, yeah. You could buy them from Giuseppe, but they just came in like jewel cases. I guess you could print the artwork and stuff. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um, this won't be the last time we covered Giuseppe. Hell no. You know, we're definitely going to do a part two in the future. With Trailer Town. Yep. Air conditioning. Yeah. I it, again, if you can find a way of picking these DVDs up, they're relatively cheap. Yeah, as of right now, and they're well worth your time yeah. if you're into this kind of stuff. If what yeah. we describe at all interests you, then check out Giuseppe Andrews. I hope, episode, <laughs> I hope this episode hasn't been too much of a fucking rank. <laughs> I think it's a very appropriate episode for Giuseppe Andrews. <laughs> This is why we don't record during the day. The day yeah. It's just fucking chaotic. But yeah, I think it's very appropriate. Yeah. For an artist like Giuseppe Andrews. Fair enough. I nearly died on air. <laughs> Our dog wanted to, uh, not even out, just wanted. <laughs> I don't dog, know. Dog just wanted to do things. Yeah. Wanted us to pay attention more. During the break, I my cat scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> I didn't even know she was even anywhere to be seen. Yeah, so, so like I said, that's very appropriate for Giuseppe. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, what are we doing next? Do you know? Uh, I can, I can see. Look at it. Old school style here. Yeah, old school, baby. Unless it's something I don't want to do, then I guess we'll change it. <laughs> <laughs> we built this whole calendar, and we've changed it so many times now. I know. Just, <laughs> I was like, all right, this is our goal. This is our schedule. It's set in stone. And we're like, you know, I really don't want to cover that. <laughs> But if we didn't change it, we wouldn't have done Giuseppe, and I'm very glad we didn't change it, because, yeah, I'm very happy I finally watched Giuseppe Andrews' movies. I do wonder if the episode we were supposed to do, people want. Yeah, we will discuss that in the future, for sure. Yeah. Because um, it was also just a matter of, like, how. How. That's the thing, I, that's the thing I'm thinking about most when it comes to it, is just how do we do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. In our garden... You played volleyball. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah. So next up, we're doing another director spotlight. Yes. And this time we're talking about a British auteur. I believe yes. he's an auteur. Maybe he's not. Auteur means they write and direct and produce their own shit. I don't I'm know. Not sure. <laughs> but he's a legend. Yeah. And uh, I know we're missing one movie, but I think we can get it. Yeah, we can get it pretty easily. Um, And that is Alan Clark. Yes. Someone else that I'm not overly familiar with. I have seen The Firm with Gary Oldman and yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. I recently bought Scum from uh, Indicator. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, something I will say is if we decide to do it, which, again, it's very possible we change it. Yeah. But we have something pretty interesting in the future. For sure. Uh, something that <laughs> may be different than our normal format. Yeah, for sure. Um, ooh, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, 
Alan Clark. That's going to be really exciting. That's very exciting. It's going to be some wild shit. I think someone asked us about doing an Alan Clark episode once, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It was one of our listeners from the UK. Oh. But speaking of listeners, we love you guys. Thank you all so you much. You all are wonderful, wonderful people. Again, I apologize for being distracted by the fucking dog. <laughs> My God. You're distracted by everything, Matt. I have ADD. I know you do. It's horrible. <laughs> I hate it. I fucking hate it. You can see like a little like, like hair falling in the wind and you'd be like, <laughs> Yes. I that's not that's not even a joke. <laughs> John has seen me do this while we record. Like something will be floating in front of my face. I'm like, what is it? What is it? It's weird if I watch anything. Hope you all enjoyed that. That was me sniffing. I'm smelling you guys. Oh, God, you smell good. Don't. Don't. don't, don't. Is that new perfume and cologne? Oh, man. Don't do this to our fans. <laughs> <laughs> I about made a, a dumb political joke. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. Yeah. You don't got to. No. But yeah, we appreciate each and every single one of you. You all are lovely. We love you. Shout out everybody. Morbid Horror Podcast. Yes. Mr. Parker. Spooky Celluloid. Uh, old, Jonathan Doe. Old John Doe. Yep. His new channel. Yes. Murderbilia Show and Tell. Go check it out. He's got a new video up I saw about how he uh, bought a skull from a real-life serial killer. <laughs> Which, I ain't gonna lie, I read that title and it did fucking make me laugh. <laughs> it was like, I bought, a, I bought a real human skull from a cannibal. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Whoa! <laughs> That's the hell of a title there. <laughs> and, like, I mean, again, it's true, he did. Yeah. But... It is like it feels like clickbait, but it ain't. But it ain't. It ain't. <laughs> it is definitely one of those titles where it makes you click on it. And you're like, oh, I got scammed. Not this time, though. No, <laughs> no, he he did buy his skull from that real life cannibal. You know, you can't buy skulls in Tennessee. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I wanted one. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> Morbid yeah. Horror Podcast, John the Doe, Spooky Celluloid, Mr. Park, Quality Violence Cinema, Brian Paulin, Luggy Soretti. <laughs> go support the boys. Yes. The homies. The homies. The homies. Yeah, the homies. Oh, Sam Hale. Sam Hale, Grindhouse Video. He's working on new stuff, apparently. Yeah, sweet. Awesome. <laughs> what was, how, like... He, 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 he like he announced the end of a broke house. Which we don't know. If this is going to be under the umbrella of a yeah. broke house. We don't know. You know, what I mean, that may be it. Broke may be done. Yeah, but he is going. He is working on new things, including like he said, he's working on Vania too. Hmm, interesting. Which is like, uh, okay, awesome. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, very excited. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any. If we left anybody out, you know who you are. Yes. You're great. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. Oh, you smell great. Don't smell the fans. <laughs> I don't call them fans; they're listeners. Oh well, yes. Don't sm- don't sniff the listeners. Nobody can be a fan of this. <laughs> oh my god, y'all can't see what I'm saying right now. John, no, don't pull your shirt up. Don't don't expose your nipple like this. Oh, is that a dime under my tit? What is this? <laughs> That's vile, John. John, don't like. Okay, just to clarify, he did not actually have anything under his tit. But my God, that was disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's sitting here in a cramps t-shirt and underwear. <laughs> uh, fun fact for the listeners. Okay, I, I did the whole Lucky Serrani interview in my underwear. <laughs> you did. I did. <laughs> Which I'm jealous of Lucky Serrani. He's at Maryland Death Fest. And that God looks damn. fucking awesome. 
God damn it, dude. I know. <laughs> it looks so sick. You got to see Fabio Frizzi. You got to see one of my favorite bands, yeah, Carcass. Carcass. Man. Which another God one of our homies got to go see Carcass, too. Yeah. We get to see a band tonight called Porno Arcade. <laughs> yeah. Which they may be good. I don't want to shit on them. No. But it ain't no Carcass, that's for sure. No. I love Carcass. Me, too. They're one of my favorite bands. Yep. They're good. Yes. But anyways, I guess it's time to wrap this up. We're yeah. rambling. Yes. Don't, don't step to listeners. <laughs> I said stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the worst podcast on the internet. Oh, God. And we sure proved it on this fucking episode. <laughs> I'm God, John. Man. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on cinema 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 I guarantee you can't hit me motherfucker and for reasons we're not going to talk about right now because I don't know they want us to go check out Perlinant Gangrenous Granny Perlinant Granny Gangrene god damn it I'm the, my brain is backwards yeah. say it again Perlinant Granny Gangrene. Great Grindcore. Gorgor. Gorgoron. Gorgoron. Whatever. Slamming Gorgoron. Great shit. <laughs> Which, slamming Gorgoron is a hell of a genre. Gorgoron. <laughs> I love Gorgoron. <laughs> yeah, one more time, because I can't pronounce it. Purulent Granny Gangrene. Thank you. You guys rule. I think I said Purulent, right? I don't know. Your, guys ki- your, your band kicks fucking ass. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Damn, those guitar strings smell good. <laughs> Don't smell good.